Is this thing on? I think they can hear us a bit better now. Do you think they are ready to change the status quo? It's one thing to get them listening, but now let's get them to act. You're now about to witness the strength of nursing knowledge. Hi, and welcome to the Gritty Nurse Podcast, an unfiltered and unapologetic podcast which discusses health and healthcare. My name is Amy. My name is Sarah. And we are your hosts. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts, Google, Spotify, iTunes, or our YouTube page. Please rate and review us. Make sure you get our book, The Wisdom of Nurses, coming April 2nd, 2024. There's no better gift than giving the wisdom of nurses to nurses during nursing week. Okay, and we are back for yet another Greedy Nurse episode. Um, I think this one's going to be kind of lighthearted, kind of funny. We want to talk about uh, our moms, actually. (laughs) And uh, the fact that even though Amy and I are both healthcare professionals, I feel like no matter what, no matter how many qualifications or experience we get, our moms at the end of the day are still going to be our moms. A (laughs) hundred percent. And I think it's just... We kind of were having this conversation at the beginning of the, uh, sorry, closer to the end of the year. And it's just, <laughs> you would think that, you know, with being healthcare professionals that, you know, we get the gross picks, we get all, we get the questions, but when it comes to giving our own advice to our parents, specifically our moms, it's never going to be good enough. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's funny because in past episodes, we've talked about how people send us random pictures of their skin and like, what's this? I think it's a mole, but honestly, I think parents of nurses are in a different category especially immigrant parents like my mom um like we literally have master's degrees right we are in the media talking about infection prevention and control covid what have you i was the co-lead of prevention or infection prevention and control at my previous organization but yet my mom still has to tell me things that she needs to tell me right um and some of them are her own opinions some of them are cultural some of them I I just, I feel like she just needs to have the last word sometimes. It's that. And I think, like you said, kind of the cultural perspective, I think is also the fact that, you know, they bring their own cultural health ideas, right? You know, Mm -hmm. some of these old wives tales, maybe some of them are true. Maybe some of them are not. Maybe some are scientific, maybe not so scientific, but I think it's just kind of like, you know, bringing their own cultural lens where I'd say that we're, we're both born in Canada, so we're mm-hmm. westernized. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes those views conflict. And it's sometimes me saying to my mom, you know, oh, you know, my kids have a hat and surf. They're fine. And they're just like, she's not warm. They're not warm enough. They're going to get a cold from being cold. And I'm like, all right, mom, it's not quite 100% of science, but I'm not going to fight with you. And I think a lot of you can relate to this. So when it comes specifically to sicknesses and colds, my mom will say stuff like this, and I, I made a list so they don't want to forget. Um, you got sick, or your kids got sick, or your husband got sick, or somebody got sick because you didn't dress warmly enough. Yep, that's, Who has that's had that before, one. right? <laughs> number that's number one. one. Um, I still think, my mom will say, that you got sick because you were out in the rain, the wind, the snow, the hail, the fog. She'll find some weather event, which is not 
completely favorable and say you got sick because you were out in that. A hundred percent. You know, that <laughs> that is a hundred percent true. And even just before my mom left today, um, mentioned it to me again. She's like, oh, that's why they're sick because, you know, they went outside without their jackets on for like two seconds. I'm like, no, like that's not how colds and flus work. And I've actually tried to do the explanation. I don't know if you've tried, Sarah. <laughs> and it just... It doesn't matter. Like there's no, there's actually almost kind of no point to, because I think if she heard it from someone else, to be honest, it's like, okay. And then, but she, she wouldn't like, she, she keep mm -hmm. reviews to herself. Right. But right. Even right. if I try to explain like, okay, so this, like, you know, there has to be a virus. There's got to be a susceptible host. She's like, well, they're susceptible because it's cold outside. I'm right, like, right. I know. Okay. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to win this one. But yeah, the, the weather seems to be one of those things where it's just like, yeah. That's what's going to make them sick. It doesn't matter what we say. This is oddly comforting for me to hear that you've had the same <laughs> yep. experience because I just stopped trying to explain things to my mom because I know it falls on deaf ears and I'm just wasting my effort. And it just makes me frustrated because she's not hearing me. Well, it's also like, oh, you know, we're nurses, we're healthcare providers, we have education. It's like, now you're a bad parent. I'm like, what? I'm not, well, they wouldn't say that. I don't think she, my mom would go as far to say that. I know that's not true, but it's kind of like, Oh yeah, your parenting skills should be better. You should be keeping them warm. I'm like, I am. What, there's nothing I could do if they take their jacket off when I go to pick right, them up. Like, right. I was picking my sons up just before the end of the school year. My mom was with me, and she's like, "Look at him. He has my jacket on." I'm like, "That's not my fault. That's right. him." She's like, "He's gonna be sick. He was fine, by the way. No, the whole <laughs> time he's fine. Not but no sickness." Here are my memories from when I was a kid. So if I got sick when I was a kid, it was my fault. It was something I had done, right? And this this revelation only came to me after I had kids. So when I had kids and they got sick, it was my fault. But when I was young and I got sick, it was still my fault. <laughs> <laughs> no winning, Sarah. I can't win. Um, And I just, okay, I have a couple other things that my mom says. So you got sick because you went to bed with wet hair. Have you had that? Okay, so not to bed with wet hair, but going out with wet hair. So if I went and washed my hair and was still damp and I went outside, yes, I, I would hear my mom say that that's probably what made you sick. Yeah, right, so that's right. <laughs> Where did they get these things from? Um, you got sick because you went swimming and you got cold, even if it's the, the heat of the summer. So it's like you got to chill. Yes. Essentially, yes, that I've heard that as well. You got sick because you slept with the window open. Yes. <laughs> or even the fan, right? I've right. even had the like, oh, you know, you the reason why you're coughing and you got to chill is because you left the fan overnight and it, it made you sick. And I'm like, um, I don't think that's really how it works. But, you know, again, not going to go down that that route to have a battle. I know. And so what do we do with this? What do we make of this, Amy? <laughs> you know, I think I think at the end of the day, probably what there is, is there's some elements of truth to what they're saying, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're they're not saying these things and you know not just our parents but our grandparents saying these things about you know these health issues or whatever the case may be there's i guess there's some hint of truth to it and of course maybe you know if all the circumstances are right they kind of say you know a led to b so equals c it's not necessarily a straight line maybe a straight line for them but there's probably some veracity in their cultures to some of this as well yeah. And I think it's just part of being a mom. Like you always feel like you have to mother your children no matter what age they are. And so it may be part of that. Like, I feel like my mom sometimes just wants to be useful with her knowledge and this is how she feels like she can be useful. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I also think though, um, so like obviously colds are more prevalent in the colder months, but there is an association between cold weather and apparently the inner lining of your nasal passages. 
So there's that. There is some truth. Well, that's to what that. I said. There's probably yeah. some veracity to like, you know, some of these old wives tales or some of the things that they've learned from their culture about illness and sickness. And I this is why I don't fully discount it, right? Like yeah. <laughs> my mom, my mom swears by this cream she has. I, I I told her the other day, I'm like, this is just witchcraft, mom. Because <laughs> it's like <laughs> a concoction of like Vicks, vapor rub, I don't know what else she's putting there, peppermint. And I think, I think like Tiger Mom, just all these random, like it just my house smells like a peppermint bomb has gone off uh -huh. and, and old people. Um, <laughs> and um, she swears by it, but she'll be like, oh, I rubbed Logan down and he stopped coughing at night. And I'm like, okay, it's probably a combination of the fact that I gave him a puffer. Or this, right, this, right. But, you know, I'm just like, yes, mom, go ahead and do it. But maybe there is some, you know, there's menthol, there's, there's the, the effects of the peppermint. So maybe those things do help. Right, and it right? didn't hurt right no, and, and she hurt. felt useful so that's the important yes. thing and i'm not going to stop you mom from going and giving him his special rub he loves it it's all good yeah my mom has some weird kind of colloquialisms like she'll always tell me to drink more grape juice because of all the iron in it i've literally looked this up and it says there's a negligible amount of iron in grape juice well it's like it's i'm glad that you brought up the foods because there's also that element of you know center there's like healing cultural foods right so mm -hmm. for example like um there there's that myth well i shouldn't say it's fully a myth but you know the whole idea behind cranberry juice and urinary tract infections have you looked at this stuff up i thought there was some it's not a hundred percent of a science like i think to get the the real effects of it actually fixing it is you have to drink quite a bit so it's, right. it's more likely that like there's other things and other ways to treat a urinary tract infection versus just having cranberry juice. Mm -hmm. But again, there are meals that within certain cultures are considered healing. Like I, this is one I would, I would not, this is a do not recommend for me, but I remember being sick and it was actually my aunt Ruby is funny um, that has now uh, recently passed that would recommend um, orange juice, mm -hmm. raw eggs. And I believe she put, ginger or garlic in it and she was like Ugh. trying to make me drink she's like oh you know it's really good for the science clears everything out and i was like i'm not gonna drink this but swore by it i mean some people might just be feeling sick from the whole raw egg thing <laughs> so i guess like if you can stomach it then Maybe you go ahead. I'm not endorsing this, by the way. I'm no, no, saying. we are not. Do yeah. not. And this is again. Do not, do not recommend. <laughs> do not. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. And I think every culture has some sort of food that you should eat to like make more breast milk if you're right. breastfeeding or to heal yourself after childbirth. Like there's all these things. And I used to tell my patients, you know what? Every culture has something that you should eat. Um, you know what? Just do what your parents say if you just want to avoid trouble. But know that there are a multitude of things you can do, right? It doesn't right. have to be one thing or the other. And again, like I said, I I I do truly believe deep down there's some veracity to to why they might be saying, you know, this broth or whatever might be good for you postpartum or whatever the case may be. Um again, but I think it's just <laughs> I think I think it just boils down to the fact that we as their children, they just don't necessarily I don't know if it's that they don't trust us because I don't if that's not the case. Mm -hmm. But it's just like I think they my mom still sees me as like her kid yeah so yeah. it's just like me giving her medical advice is i don't i, want, I don't want to say jarring but it's just bizarre for her so even like i i hope we'll, we'll probably have an episode about this later but even in the instance where my mom actually had a hemorrhagic stroke i remember talking to her and she was just like i'm fine amy you don't need to tell me what to do and i'm like i'm just gonna call 911 so mm -hmm. i'll just do what i have to do and she she was mad at me sarah like she was 
so angry yeah and yeah it was something serious so I think that you know again it just it just goes to the fact that sometimes I think they still see us as they're like little babies or whatever mm-hmm, the case may be. Mm-hmm. I am my mom's last child. And I think that it's, it's, it's maybe sometimes it's hard to see us growing up in that capacity. Yeah. I think it's a real shift in power dynamic, right? Cause they looked after us from the time we were born. They were the ones always, you know, using their health knowledge and wisdom to make us better. And now that the rules have flipped, it's like we're healthcare professionals and we quote unquote know a lot more, right? And they still feel like they have that knowledge and and all those years of experience that we didn't have. And they just still, I remember the first time I went to university, my mom called me and she had called me just to tell me that it was cold outside and I should put on a jacket. <laughs> and that, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so I'm 18. I think I know, but, but you know what? It just made her feel better. And so sometimes we need to let them do that. Yeah, and I, and I think that's okay. Cause you know, maybe- for whatever reason, those same words that our our mothers or our, our our grandmothers or our fathers have said to us, maybe it'll randomly come back out of our own mouth somehow. I don't know. Like I, I have caught myself a couple times saying things that my mom said. I'm like, Ugh, oh, so that's a little bizarre. But again, I think that you know this is where it's not if it's not harmful and it might be helpful why not give it a go, right? I think, mm-hmm. of course, we we still lead with science. And I think at the end of the day, you know, our parents have something so important for us to, that they, 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 that the messaging that they send us is so important that, you know, some of those little quirks that they have, and I'm going to call them quirks, are things that, you know, we'll remember them by. So mm-hmm. again, even though it might not be fully scientific or truthful, um, if it's not hurting and it's not harming, then and why not? I'm going to listen to you, mom. <laughs> and I always think about my grandma who lived to uh, the age of 106 and all the things that she did. And she swore by soups. She had a different soup for every type of illness. Oh. So when one of us got sick, she'd be like, "What's what are your symptoms? And then she'd like rummage into her cabinet and she had like herbs and spices and dried this and dried that and she would make a soup and she never wrote any of it down so when she passed we kind of lost all that but I took all that with me that like you know sometimes things are not always scientifically based right but whatever she did obviously worked for her right and I kind of keep that in my mind as I live my life yeah I think that's beautiful I think that's something we should all kind of think about and hold dear and I think that you know Yes, there's a lot of scientific things, but I guess sometimes thinking about, you know, just those cultural practices that our parents show us or grandparents show us that they're important to you and they're they're important that we keep them as well. Absolutely. So if you're listening and you have a story you want to share with us, please reach out. We'd love to hear it. Um, you can, you know, find us on our website, grittynurse.com. You can uh, reach out to us on any of our social media platforms. So Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Check us out there and we'd love to hear your stories. And don't forget to pick up a copy of The Wisdom of Nurses by myself and Sarah Fung. And it'll come out April 2nd. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to the Gritty Nurse Podcast. If you have any suggestions or want to hear a specific topic, email us at grittynurses at gmail.com. That's grittynurses at gmail.com. We are also speakers and upcoming authors available for engagements related to advocacy, nursing, mental health, and health policy. Please connect with us.